Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Someone jam my iPad over there. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy day five. Welcome to the morning live. How is your week? How are you feeling about this week? How are you feeling about your whole journey? Are you feeling super hopeful, optimistic? I certainly hope so. Man, I mean, listen, the information is solid. We've put together the most amazing team to be here and help support you and answer your questions. Um, we have this PDF booklet. If you're finding the information and you're a little overwhelmed, buy this. It is $20 Canadian. $15 American, you know, it's going to really help you. All the information is here. You can highlight, you can make notes. Um, we also have our app. Tony is continuing to add um, little kind of how-to videos. Um, he's been doing that all this week. Um, we do have uh, people who are have eyes on that app guide who are going to go in there and help answer questions for you guys. Um, please be patient with that app. It's a great for tracking. Um, you can track your weight and your water and your food and your sleep and you can set notifications for all of those things. And they all translate into data where there are graphs that you can click and see your progression and see your improvement. Um, like for example, we know that if you're new to the program, you didn't kind of know what you needed to do until you got in the group on Monday. So obviously the data you're putting into your app is probably a little hit and miss as you were a little hit and miss in kind of, you know, taking your time to put everything together. So you should be able to see the progression of when you started on day one to like how you've kind of really got everything together moving forward, right? Which I think is cool to see that progression. Um, so make sure you check into the app uh, guide for any new sort of how-to videos. Um, we will let you know uh, when the team is updating the app. We are going to be constantly making updates to it, adding new features, um, working out the kinks. Um, we will let you know I'll, in my check-in videos, let you guys know when we have those updates for you. Um, um, so we're really excited about the resources you put together. Um, you know, there's a whole, a whole, a whole ton of inspirational stories over on the website. Don't forget about the team bios. Um, the all sorts of inspiring stories from our team. Like you, you don't get to be on our team because you've lost the most weight. It's all about having a passion for helping people. But everyone on our team has a story. Um, they didn't, you know, for some it was like they did the weight, they did the program easy peasy. Others really, really struggled. Um, we get really real. Um, we're going to be be bringing people on. On, um, highlighting our living losers. We're going to have guests on. We're going to be talking about their journeys and such. So we're going to try to keep you as inspired as possible. But if you are feeling overwhelmed by the information, you know, trust that this, because we take things seriously around here and the information is going to calm down. A lot of it's going to be repeat. It's really just this first week. And we know this first week is a lot, but all you got to do is really understand that food plan. And we put it all in a separate food plan guide. And then come Monday, we expect everyone to be up to speed, to be following the food plan and ready to move forward and then from there it's just having conversations about a variety of different topics um, you know continuing to have that deeper level of understanding as you make changes to the food plan and your body's changing we continue to talk about it we continue to talk about everything um, you know how to prioritize yourself how to work through your issues with you know eating out of boredom and eating when you're stressed and man we talk about anything and everything moving forward in regards to weight loss so I hope that if you're feeling overwhelmed you also recognize it's because this this is the real deal here this is the real deal, you know? Um, lots of you are frustrated already about the scale. <laughs> I totally understand it. I totally get it. Um, here's the thing. The best piece of advice I give for you is like wrap your head around being here the whole three months. Show up every day, you know, play that long game. Before you know it, time is going to fly. And you, at the end, the end of this program, you will sit here and be like, holy crap, that went by fast. And holy crap, look what I did. Uh, e even if you aren't showing up to the best of your ability and you got other things going on, it is still worth showing up when you can show up and have as many as your choices fall in line with your goals as possible. You are on the road to finally and forever. When you started this process, you got on the road, right? And then you're going to hit that destination. Some people will hit that in a group. Some people will take them a couple groups, right? Some, some people will take them longer than others because they have more weight to lose or maybe, you know, they're, they signed up for the program and all of a sudden, you know, they, you know, now they're changing jobs and they're selling their house and, or, you know, maybe something is happening there that obviously, you know, life is, is smacking them in the face. So you may not be able to follow hundred percent, but you can follow. And you know, the things that you do do get you one step closer on the road. All you gotta do is stay 
on that road. Stay on that road. You're going to have times in this uh, program where you feel like you're crushing it and other times where, you know, you're getting like roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and you're like, ah, trust us. We have all sorts of tips to get you through. Uh, you will not be alone in your journey and we will absolutely be here for you. Um, so I hope that you are feeling hopeful. Um, you know, we do like to have fun as well over the last, uh, over the next three months. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, try losing a lot of weight, right? Losing a lot of weight. Okay. So before I answer the questions, it is the weekend. I know some of you are concerned about that. We have a post about weekends, but next weekend, because this is prep week, we're not even really concerned about you this weekend. Um, here's my advice for that. Um, focus on what you can do and don't worry about the extra bites of bits that might creep in. If your routine is off, it's okay for your food plan to be slightly off. Um, obviously, if you're hitting the road and you're traveling, we don't want you to have to pull over every five minutes. So don't, don't stress about the water. Um, really just do the best that you can do, honestly, and you're going to be just fine. Um, you know, there's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone by getting right back at it. And that's sort of how we function around here. Like, again, there's no sort of on plan, off plans foods. This is the food plan formula. The more foods you can choose that are on in line with that, the better. Um, but any but extra bites of bits, we're really not worried about it at this point. Focus on what you need to do. Um, make that the focus and any extra is simply extra. We're also in the weeks to, uh, weeks to come. We're going to talk about, you know, how to navigate the plan if you sleep in. I did talk a little bit about that, I believe, on the shift work post. Um, if you sleep in, you can, you know, start your day from whenever you pick up that pick up from whenever you wake up kind of thing, right? So, so don't stress whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you end up dealing with. Um, we, you, it won't be the first time that we've heard of it. Um, you know, I said this yesterday, like I know the people who are new have all sorts of questions and concerns, but these are not new. These are not concern, new concerns for us. You know what I mean? Like all of these questions you guys have and all these concerns and you're not sure if it's going to work and all this, this is not new to us. These are not new to us. We've heard them all before. Um, and we've helped people manage and navigate through the program just fine. So we're going to be here for you. My, my other piece of advice is help us help you. Give us as much information as possible. Like if you're looking for a detailed answer, give us a detailed question with all the information we could possibly need in it, right? So um, sometimes people apologize for a long post. Please do not apologize for giving us detailed information so we can help you. We love that around here. We, we really do. You'll get out of this process exactly what you put into it. Um, and it's pretty cool what you can get out of it. All right, let's get to the questions. Haven't lost any weight, but listening to your lives and your energy, I'm very positive with your program. Yeah, I mean, I I, I could care less if you've lost weight at this point. Um, honestly, um, if you're following the food plan, the program's going to work for you. We haven't even started to try to lose weight. Um, some people will start losing in the beginning and other people won't. It is zero indication of how successful you're going to be. Um, again, Lee Laforet, one of our Vibe Ambassadors, didn't lose one pound till week seven, and then she went off to lose more than 35 in the back end. We have, we have so many stories like her. Um, so it's very normal, believe it or not. And I know I, you know, this isn't really selling my weight loss program, but I'm, I'm selling you guys the real deal. It is totally normal for people not to lose for the first few weeks, not one stinking pound, but you'll notice that your body will change. You'll have better energy. You'll sleeping better. You're pooping better. Like you will notice things happening and you will notice things progressing and you will notice your body adjusting to the food plan. The more consistent you are with it, the more, um, you know, you make your meals nutrient rich, the more you'll notice your portions naturally start to decrease. Like if you follow the food plan, regardless of what's happening on the scale, you're going to notice your body change. Um, and that's what it's all about. Come week four is really where we start putting the emphasis on the scale. I know some of you are like, week fucking four, what? Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, we want to lose weight. Um, we want to lose as much weight as possible. We want to do it the right way. We're, we don't want to lose weight quick where we're going to gain it all back. Now, if the scale moves for you quick, great, but that's the body just doing it on its own. We haven't even started to lose weight yet, you guys. If you're following the food plan, that's just like step one. That's just giving the body what it needs. We're not trying to lose weight. You are literally just giving the body what it needs and because it's getting what it needs it's recognizing it doesn't need that fat so it's already starting the process of releasing it already because the body doesn't him doesn't ha doesn't hold grudges you do this it does that that's what's so freaking amazing about the body it's on your side it wants this weight gone it wants you to function at the most optimal levels it wants you to feel your best it wants you to live the most longest life ever because that's its only job is to keep you alive you know what i mean and your body is absolutely on your side so the first few weeks of the program the focus really is give the body what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat. Follow the food plan and make the tweaks that we advise week to week to week. And before you know it, we will be focusing on that scale. We'll be relentless in our pursuit. You think I'm hardcore about following the food plan and doing what we need to do and you know not not deviating. You you should see when I come to the scale. When it comes time to talk about the scale, I am super hardcore about that. But right now it's not about that. It's about consistently giving the body what it needs. And I know some of you may not understand why you have to eat all the meals and snacks and why they're not in that order. Please watch the food plan video because I do explain it. 
four videos, four must watch videos you have got to watch before you show up here on Monday. The My Method, you have to understand how this process is different. Um, it's gonna put your mind at ease about how I go about weight loss. Um, the other is the food plan. You want to understand the rhyme and the reason behind what the ask is, why you have to have fruit on its own, why you have veg snack first, then the nut seeds, like why, 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 I'm suggesting all of those things. The other is the, the, is the detox video. It talks about the process we're piggybacking. It talks about your body's responses, what's normal, what's expected. And the other big one is the scale. This is really important. Um, you know, I've got all the patients in the world, but oh man, it hits a nerve when people complain when the scale is up. When it comes to this process, that is more normal than not. Um, your scale being up can be a sign if you're doing all the things that the scale is on the way down. So if you are following the food plan and doing the things and your weight is up, chances are it's because it's on the way down. Um, that's just normal. The body retaining water in order to drop fat. Like that's just normal. That's fact. That's how weight loss looks like and feels like to some people. They get bloated, they feel gross, and their weight is up. Um, some people wake up and they're like, they feel like they've lost all the weight and they're like, for sure the scale is down and they get on the scale and it's the same. That's also equally frustrating. Stick with it. That also happens. Um, you know, stick with the program. And the next day, usually the scale will start to drop. So, you know, we're all human. We all have bodies. You know, a lot of people are talking about there how one diet doesn't fit all. I mean, that's the new thing, right? You know, what is it? Calories in versus calories out or one diet doesn't fit all, right? And this diet does fit all because we're all human, all have a body. It all has specific needs. It all has the same processes that the body uses to release fat, right? At the same time, as we go, we are going to teach you how to make this process individual to your needs. We're gonna, but we, what we need is everyone to follow the basics. Like we need everyone to get on the basics, follow that food plan, and then from there we're gonna start having these conversations, right, about how to make it more individual. All the other things that you can focus on besides food and the water. Week two, we're gonna start to do introduce supplements. Um, again, supplements are not make or break, but you know they can be game changers for some of you for sure. Um, we're gonna talk about maximizing your efforts. We're gonna talk moving your body. You do not need to exercise or join a gym, but definitely being more active, definitely beneficial, managing your stress and your sleep and so many other things that you can do. Speaking of today, I did a post on exercise. I love exercise. I am a personal trainer. Um, for some reason, people think that I advise not to exercise or they stop exercising while doing the program. That is not the takeaway at all. Exercise is beneficial for managing stress and you're great for heart health and great for toning and shaping your body. You just want to make sure you are making a few tweaks. If you're really passionate Pounding the weights hard, you want to make sure you're giving the body appropriate rest. If you're working out and sweating hard, you want to make sure that you're drinking enough water. Um, so just some things that you're going to want to keep in mind if you are exercising on program and plan. Also talking about gum and chocolate. Someone today was talking about how they need chocolate and, you know, chocolate's important to them and all of that. And listen, hey, I get that, but you know, I'm a weight loss expert. I'm here to help you lose weight. And I have a feeling sooner rather than later, you're going to start bitching at me about that scale if it doesn't start moving. So although chocolate and dark piece of chocolate is no big deal in that post in that video I do talk about sort of why it is kind of a big deal it's about feeding in the need to treat right like we don't want to have to feel the need to treat ourselves um now food we use food for a variety of different reasons to be social to show love to treat ourselves to reward to you know to to help manage our stress to do a lot of those things right now we want to get in tune with our body's nutritional needs so that's how we want to use food right now and we want to kind of shelve and hold off or work through the need to use it for something else like you want to enjoy your life, right? You want to get your enjoyment out of life. You know, not to say that you can't enjoy the foods that you love because you absolutely can. But right now, it's a really getting in tune with your body's needs over your wants. And you can make the argument, well, I really need that chocolate. No, probably what you need is magnesium. Um, if you're craving chocolate every time you have your period, you're craving sugar because you're dehydrated and you need water. Same thing. You're, it's the same detox process. So in order to, to, to manage your menstrual cycle each month, your body's retaining water in order to get stuff out. So it's the exact same process, right? Um, and then, so if you're craving sugar, you probably need more water. And if you're craving chocolate, it's because your body associates chocolate with magnesium. So probably what you need is magnesium. <laughs> so... There you go. So no one needs chocolate. Nobody needs chocolate. Um, now listen, you can have chocolate, but listen, you're going to get to a point where you need to recognize if you're ragging on yourself about the scale, you also need to say, are my choices falling in line with seeing the scale move? Like you can't be having your cake and eat it too. And then be getting on yourself or God forbid me or my team about what's happening on the scale. If you're not doing all the things, right? Like if you know you're doing all the things and that puts your mind at ease, I'm doing all the things. So if the scale isn't moving for you, chances are what your, what your body needs is time, right? But you do want to make sure that you're maximizing your efforts. 
If you want to have that chocolate every day, you know, that's the choice that you're making. Um, if you want to, um, you know, have pizza on a Friday night with your family, that's a choice that you're making. Um, you know, it's not, to me, it's not, you know, setting the bar real high and maximizing your efforts. Um, but, you know, also, like, I also recognize it's also not a big deal either. So read over that post on chocolate today if you have any questions about chocolate and to know how I really feel about it. Again, you have to remember the whole goal of the whole point of all of this is to lose your weight in a way that you get to move on with the rest of your life and enjoy chocolate when you want and enjoy chips and enjoy pizza and not gain five pounds every time you do and feel like your weight's coming back uncontrollably uncontrollably so a big part is having to work through our issues and associations association would be needing chocolate every time you have your period and thinking that you cannot do without it right that's an association you're using that for whatever coping mechanism <laughs> you know you probably just need like a nice little cup of magnesium you know drink a little extra water kind of thing you know all right let's get to these questions uh janet second round hoped i'd lose the first round and i did i know uh this round i know i will lose the rest uh, trust listen you will get there absolutely absolutely hi Lori. weekends are good for me as i don't have meetings that interrupt my day and my ability to follow the plan i look forward to them so i can keep on track okay i love this yes so Weekends are quiet around here for us. We don't post any information except for the new guidelines, which we post 10 o'clock on Sundays. Heads up, um, everything is the same for next week. We're really just focusing on being as consistent as possible with the food plan. Um, so nothing new grocery-wise. Just really try to step up your game and, and really be all on, with, all in with the food plan. Um, otherwise, we keep the information super light. We don't post anything um, because we kind of feel like we post enough during the week. <laughs> you guys kind of need a weekend to kind of review it. So it's a great time to get caught up on any of the information you might have missed during the week. Um, the team is very much still working, so ask as many questions as you need. Um, also a great idea for those of you who are like teachers or, you know, like nurses or, you know, people who work crazy hours and you can't really be as consistent as possible or get that water in the way that you would like. On the weekend is a great opportunity to kind of reset all of that, get that water in. So water is always going to be work. But once you kind of get hydrated, um, like, and it can take a couple of days. It, it, sometimes it takes me like a week. Like if I fly, flying is so dehydrated and I get back, it takes me over a week to get hydrated again. And I'm constantly have this like with me side, by my side. Um, so it can take a while to get hydrated. And once you get hydrated, then you're going to find that you're going to the bathroom less and less. Or like when you go, it'll be, you know, fewer and far between, but you'll, 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 you'll go probably pee longer when you do pee, but, um, which tends to, tends to happen, but, um, you won't have to go as much. So if you can kind of make a push to get hydrated on the weekend, start early, really spread it out throughout your day. That gives you a good base of hydration going towards the week. So at least you're starting super hydrated. And then, you know, towards the middle of the week, if you're unable to keep up with your hydration levels, because obviously work and stuff like that, at least you're somewhat hydrated, you know? Um, so that's a great idea. Um, love the positive energy. Great program so far. Love it. Down 1.6 pounds. Nice, Marla. Hi. Hello. Hello. Let me scroll down and see if I can get some more questions. I really did find that my joints ache when I'm moving into detox. Yes. So people, so, so if you are keeping a journal or you're using our app to kind of track how your body's responding to this process, um, you will notice that you, you kind of repeat the same detox symptoms. You'll get to recognize your pattern of behavior. That's why if you're new to the program, you're hearing our returning members talk about, oh, I have a headache and my weight is up today. Yahoo. Yeah. Um, they kind of know what weight loss looks like and feels like to them. Um, so they recognize it. So they recognize. So a lot of people, when that scale goes up, they get excited because they, they know their weight always goes up before it drops, right? Um, so you'll get to know. Some people drop in, in little chunks and some people um, like little, little bits, 0 0.5, 0 0.2, point, you know what I mean? And then other people like big chunks. Now, when you have like, when you drop three, four pounds in a day, you didn't just like lose that overnight. That chances are that's been coming. Your body's been working on that for a few days, upwards of a week. And then it's just by the time it translated on the scale. So chances are the body was retaining water while it was also dropping so your weight can simultaneously be up but at the same time also be down it's just that the body's retaining water so the scale is showing up and then that's why you see that big loss right overnight um is you see that big drop so you didn't just drop four pounds overnight that's been you know your body's been working up to that but a lot of times that's why so this is why whenever you see that first initial drop and it'll go back up the next day normally you see that first initial drop because the body goes into detox and then when you're in detox water isn't as appealing so it's 
it's a little bit harder to drink and then the body needs it to continue to drop weight so then the body starts retaining the water which has your weight go break back up again and then what you'll find is that weight that your weight will drop right back down so you'll your weight is going to go up and then you know it might stay up even though it is dropping so always 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 assume after you see that first drop that you're still dropping like three four days later so we're going to talk about supporting the body in detox once you see that scale move you want to make sure you're sticking with the plan drinking the water maximizing your efforts we're going to talk about that as we move forward um, but that's just a good tip so once that scale starts to move chances are it's going to continue to move for a couple days um, so just assume it is assume it is assume it is uh, brand new to this and have no questions that have not been answered. Rest are in the book. Glad I got it. Yeah. Hi, B. Um, yeah, we tried. That's why it's so big. <laughs> That's why it's so big. So every group, um, what, you know, we, this is our 13th group and what would happen is our, I would make a post and people would have questions. And so in the beginning, it was just me answering questions. Then Andrea came on board and Terry Ann, and now we have this, you know, team of over 30 people. Um, but what would happen to, to sort of like you minimize the questions being asked is that when, once I did a post and people asked questions, I would revamp that post and try to include the information that is answering the questions that people have. So the, the, the information has become more extensive and more extensive and kind of like including all of the possible questions question you guys can possibly ask that's why this is so extensive we actually did go through it and streamline quite a bit of it a lot of it really is <laughs> a lot of it really is repeat um the information generally is here but we also understand like especially if you're reading it on the screen you may not be absorbing it as well or you know you, this may be new to you so ask as many questions as you need um you know some most people find that you know most people navigate through the program super successful at the end and find it super easy and never never comment once <laughs> no not once but this is why we also love the people who are very vocal and ask the questions because when you know when our when when people do ask a question, what we recognize is like there are thousands of people, um, you know, seeing the answer to that question, right? Um, so you guys who ask the questions and those of you who participate in the lives, you create the community, you can you create the vibe, and so many people are learning from the questions that you are asking. So thank you, thank you. Um, this is why there's no such thing as a silly question or a question asked too many times. We're happy to answer it a million times. All right, let's get back to here. Where's my, where's my comments? Where'd they go? Oh, here they are. I got my booster yesterday and feel like balls. We'll work on water today and do the best I can. Yes, Ber uh, Bernadetta, Bernadetta. Yeah, so um, we, we talked about this in the past with everyone getting their COVID vaccines and such, um, not feeling so hot. We do have a sickness protocol that we're going to be busting out next week on Tuesday, I believe. For now, just keep the foods nice and light. Make sure you focus on healing, get lots of rest, drink lots of water, and don't force yourself to follow the food plan if you're not hungry. That's, the, that's sort of how to manage that. Like I said, we do have an official post on how to navigate when you're sick. And although we love when people are hardcore and come hell or high water doing it anyway, but really when you're not feeling so hot, the body is going to head into detox as sickness always leads to detox. Um, so the weight is going to move. You're kind of making sure you're drinking the water and you're following the food plan. We kind of use sickness to our advantage. That's what we do. Cause why not? Why not use it to our advantage? Um, but while you are actually sick, you want to make sure you're focusing on helping your body heal. So lots of rest, feel better, feel better. Hi, Teresa. I'm really loving the program and the explanations behind the do's and not recommends. I need those explanations when I'm talking to my stubborn self. Yeah, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, where are we? Um, hello, hello, hello. I love when Gina says your body is on your side. It's a great reminder uh, during uh, gate messy times. Yeah. So um, that's a good reminder of the messy middle. Um, the diet industry, it, we talk a lot about the messy middle around here. The diet industry is really great at telling you it's just as simple as calories in versus calories out eat less exercise more here's a before here's an after good luck um you know they don't talk about fluctuations on the scale being normal they don't talk about how you know your 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 weight can fluctuate upwards of eight pounds by doing absolutely nothing and just naturally every month they don't talk about how your hunger levels and your body's needs change day to day they don't talk about you know when you're frustrated and you want to quit and they don't talk about how how a big role of just showing up for yourself and being able to prioritize your needs you know it plays such a huge role in this and that's something that a lot of people struggle with um, there's so much more to weight loss than what the diet industry makes you seem um, it can get really messy the messy middle is normal the the wanting to quit and this is like I know I'm not the greatest at selling my program you're gonna want to quit you're gonna get frustrated you're gonna hate doing this <laughs> listen I'm 
I'm trying to like prepare you. Like it's so exciting that everyone's jacked up and they're ready to go in the first few weeks. But aren't you always jacked up and ready to go in the first few weeks of a program, a diet, you know? And we want this to be different, which is why we want to give you the real deal. Some of you, maybe you might enjoy the whole process and love every single day. The, the majority of you are going to have to kind of work through your shit. You're going to have to work through, you know, feeling frustrated. You're going to have to work through not wanting to do this anymore. You're going to work through a lot of shit. <laughs> um, but working through all of that is going to be like big part of playing into, you know, maintenance. Yes, the way we go about weight loss physically is going to help you maintain, but also there's this whole mental aspect to it, right? Working through those habits and issues and associations and all of those things um, that you really want to work through. So you really truly get to a place where you wake up, you look good, you feel good, you go about your day just making good choices for you, you know? You get up in the morning, you go to your closet, your clothes fit. Sure, one day your, you know, your baggy jeans are a little tight, you know, the next week you got a, a baggy butt in your, in your, you know, your skinny jeans. Um, you know, that's kind of how it is for me. I was saying the other day, like my weight last a couple days ago was like 129. Yesterday it was like 123.5. Today it's like up to like 125. Like that's just how it is. Like, um, I don't really weigh myself uh, anymore. I, I never actually even had a scale actually until I really, I met Tony and Tony had a scale and we moved in together and his scale kind of came with us. So we have a scale, but so every now and then, um, you know, so that's just like my every day, right? Constantly my weight fluctuating, but I'm never stressing about, oh my God, my weight is up because I gained weight or I never stress about what I'm eating or not eating. You know, last night I didn't eat anything in bed. Tony's like, do you want anything? And I'm like, no, the night before I ate a whole bunch of packs of seaweed and pokey sticks, you know, like it just sort of depends, you know? Um, and then, you know, when I wake up the next day and I have eaten dill pickle chips in bed or whatever, and I wake up and I feel like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I ate those chips last night. Okay, that's why. Make sure I drink a little extra water today because, you know, I'm feeling a little extra salty. That is it. You know, if I'm in a restaurant and the food is good, like I, and you know, we're on a date night and I'm like about to, uh, this food is really good. I'll straight up look at Tony and be like, forget sexy time tonight, babes. Like this food is so good. Like, you know, we'll both overeat and we'll indulge and we'll go home with our big bellies and we'll be like, oh my God, that was so good. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh God, I feel like, Ugh. then I'm like, oh, that food last night, wasn't that so good? Oh my God, it was so good. I'm not like, why did I eat that? I'm like, oh yeah, I feel this way because that meal was amazing, you know? Um, so, you know, I still get excited about food. I absolutely indulge in the food, but it's never like, oh, should I eat it? Shouldn't I eat it? Oh my God, should I? Well, you know, it's like, oh no, screw that. I'm eating this. This is yummy. And I don't worry about it. And I assume my weight is going to be up the next day because I've eaten a bunch of salty food and probably drank some wine and I'm dehydrated and I'm tired because I didn't sleep great. And you know what I mean? I know exactly what's going on. I know exactly why my weight is up. And I'm not worried because I also know it's not real weight gain. So this is kind of insight into like where I want you guys to get to, right? We want you to lose the weight in a healthy way, you know, and um, be as healthy as possible when you leave. Also as in tune as possible with your body and being really, really calm about food, like just moving forward and just being super calm about what you're eating and not eating and about your weight and what's happening on the scale and just kind of like, yeah, yeah, my scale's just up because of this or, you know, whatever. Oh shit, I've been doing a number on myself. I got to like get myself back on track, you know, rein it in. We're going to give you all the tools that you need at the end of this um, to easily maintain your weight. We're going to have extensive conversations about that. But for now, we got a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight, right? So however you're feeling about what's happening on the scale, I'm not going to tell you to ignore it. I'm not going to tell you to, you know, not have feels about it because, you know, a lot of you are. A lot of you, even though you know, and I'm telling you that it's normal for your weight to go up before it drops, you're still going to get frustrated. You're still going to get on the scale. You're still going to be disappointed. You're still going to feel ways. But here's what I'm going to tell you is that you're going to see how this is all going to come together. You're going to see how your body is on your side. You are going to drop the weight. Your body is going to change. You're going to be very happy with how your body will respond to this process. But it's going to take a little time. It's going to take a little time for us to get there and for those results to start accumulating. So try not to get caught up on what's on the, happening on the scale. Remember the scale is a tool. It's a tool to give you insight into where your body is at along with how your body is responding to the process. It's not a measure of success. And that's really, really, really key because how quickly you lose in the beginning isn't any indication of how successful you're going to be on the end. Some people hit it really hard. They start to see that scale move and then they end up sabotaging themselves. So there's a lot of shit to work through in this process. Even if your body's, some people will lose in the first month 
month. We've, we've had um, Giselle, 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 um, uh, Giselle from previous groups. I remember um, this woman who did the program. She lost like 30 pounds in the first month and then she plateaued for like six weeks. <laughs> and then she plateaued. We had her on for tea time when we talked to her. So she crushed it in the beginning. Um, you know, her body dropped a shit ton of weight. But obviously, if you lose 30 pounds in that short period of time, you are bound to have a really super long ass plateau because your body has to work hard to solidify that weight. You kids cannot take pounds of fat out of your body and not need your body adjust. So she lost a lot of weight in the first few weeks of the program. And then she lost nothing for the whole middle chunk of the program. And then she went on at the end when she got off that plateau, her weight started dropping again. She thought her weight was never going to move, but it moved. It moved, you know, it, it moved and she went on to continue to lose her weight. Um, you know, whereas, you know, so that's just how it goes. And we cannot predict that and we will not know that. And everyone's just a little different. Um, but have faith if you keep showing up and you really stick around for the full three months, you are going to be every, I guarantee you, I do not guarantee weight loss, but I will, or certain amounts, but I will guarantee you if you stick around to the end, you are going to be so happy with the results that you see, regardless of what happens on the scale. For most people, it's like, yes, I've lost, you know, 40 pounds, but I also like this, I, I you know, I'm now pooping better and I'm sleeping better and I got off my cholesterol meds and, you know, got off my blood pressure meds and or dropped my diabetes meds or, you know, decreased my thyroid meds or, you know, now I'm, you know, like there's so many health benefits. Um, you know, people just end up feeling so good. Some people end up like they end up feeling so good. Like they've never felt before. Um, you know, at the end of this process, regardless of what age you are and, and what health issues you have, you can end up being healthier after this process than you ever were in your life, you know? So it's a really exciting process and program, not only for weight loss, but just for leveling up your health too, which you guys are going to come to realize. All right, let's get on these scales. Ordered a new scale today, arriving because I wanted one easier to read. The old one was very old, digital, or easy to read. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, my husband is following with me, and his sugars have been skyrocketing. Well, that doesn't make any sense, although changing in his diet can obviously mess with his numbers as well. He is insulin dependent, and today he was in between five and seven. I'm so excited to have found this plan. Um, I am super, uh, super, super pumped. We can both become healthy before retirement. Yeah, so we have a post um, addressing diabetics. Um, that we're going to be posting in the next couple of days. The program works so amazing. Though I do understand in the beginning, sometimes people who are new to the program are nervous because you have your own way of managing your blood sugars and stuff. But it's really normal to have to get your meds decreased um, if you're pre-diabetic to get back into normal ranges. Like it's pretty amazing. It's actually really exciting what can be done. So we have a whole post. If you guys, if you guys have any questions when we post that, uh, feel free. A lot of you guys are asking, uh, diabetics asking for, well, what should I do with this? What should I do with that? So we have the basic food plan that you want to do your best to follow in the beginning just kind of see how your body responds to that and manage in the way that you feel comfortable we have a lot of time to make adjustments um so that would be my my suggestion is manage in a way that you feel comfortable and as your body starts to respond right in all the positive ways it's going to put your mind at ease you're going to notice where your, your where your blood sugars are um and you're going to get a good handle on that and then you'll be able to make those tiny little adjustments that are going to make all the difference so so don't you don't want to make necessarily big sweeping changes especially if you're a little nervous about it baby steps baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. And that's the least stressful way to do it. Um, but I love hearing that. Those are, those are some of my favorite, and those are my favorite non, like we're so huge on non-scale victories. Honestly, I cry all the time when we hear things like people dropping their numbers and, you know, getting off meds and stuff. It's really exciting. Uh, what examples, what are examples of leafy greens that are not salad? Um, we, I believe we had a whole leafy green post. Have you seen it? Um, we did a whole video on it, leafy green post. Um, you can saute your leafy greens. You can cook them. You can just shove them in your mouth. You don't have to make a salad uh, with them. You can add greens to soup and stews and chilies, all of that. Like I said, you can add greens to your omelets. You can saute them on the side. Um, you don't have to be fancy about it. You don't have to make a salad. You can use things like cabbage, radicchio. Obviously, that's not green. <laughs> um, you know, everything from lettuce, just plain old lettuce to, um, you know, wh whatever you want. Um, so there's a whole list. Um, we did a proteins, carbs, and fats breakdown the other day of all your different veggies. Veggies are different from leafy greens. We use them differently. Veggies are more carbohydrates. Leafy greens are more roughage, um, help support detox. Um, so you don't have to be super fancy about it, but get them in. We're actually going to do a recipe share page um, where you guys can share recipes and talk about stuff like this. Um, I believe next week, I believe on... Monday or Tuesday next week, we start opening up our recipe share pages. And that's where you guys can swap recipes. Um, you know, Andrea is great and we love Andrea's recipes and they're all on plan, but you know, there's no doubt lots of, um, you know, if you're, of your, of your, of the chefs you like to follow and many of your cookbooks at home will have recipes that will work just as well. So if you have some favorites, you can swap them, that kind of thing. Um, 
First time on the Gina Libby program. Hi, Kimberly, and uh, using the app, which helps keep me on track. Last four pounds. Yay! Happy, happy day. I love that. Um, we're excited for you guys to use the app. You should find it pretty easy to navigate. Um, it's all about... So some people might be like, well, where can I put my off-plan foods? What if I, you know, you know, eat something off-plan? We're not worried about that. Um, what about if you add carbs to your meals? We're not worried about that. As long as you have the components that you need to have, that really is the focus. Because if you are doing all the things that we suggest, then we're not worried about the rest because they're just going to fall to the wayside. Your weight's going to start dropping your body's going to start changing everything's going to fall in line you're going to be feeling really good and so we're not worried about any of those extras right now we don't need to track any extras that you add with your meals there's a place where you can make notes but what we want you to do is do the things that you need to do and not worry about the rest so i'm really excited um some of you are asking like is there a weight graph is there you know like what happens with the data so if you click on the photos so you know how you record the data right beside it if you click on those cute little photos that's where you'll actually find the graphs and the data which is really super cool um so i'm super excited about it. Um, I'm really happy um, that you guys are enjoying it and you're finding it to be a useful tool because that's we just want to make weight loss as easy as possible for everybody. That's what we're trying to do. That's why like if you love the lives, you know, great, awesome because I really love doing them. If you don't want to watch them, that's cool too. All the information is in the guides, right? If you read off a computer screen and you want to save paper and you don't have to print anything out, then great. You don't have to print anything out. But if you're kind of old school like me and you know, like, yeah, I don't want to waste the paper, but I really want to get this shit done. And, and how I learn is by, you know, writing and highlighting, then, you know, get the book. Um, we are we are planning on providing a few different ways. Obviously, the group is a very successful way to do the program. Eventually, we want the app to be standalone where you don't need Facebook to do it. And then I want to get my official book out and have a video resource library where people can read the book and review, um, you know, videos. So we really are trying to think of like how to make it as easy as possible for people to be successful on program and plan. So I love hearing that you guys are loving the app. Um, Nikki. Uh, hi, Nikki McRobbie. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hi, Velma. Lesson learned. I didn't get my water in during the day and drank more at night. Was up many times going pee, was restless, poor sleep, which may have caused me to gain two ounces. Staying positive, the plan will work. Okay, yeah, the plan works. You're not following it. You don't got to stay positive about the plan working when you ain't doing what you need to do. That's not the focus here, you know. Seriously, though, think about what you just said. You know what I mean? I didn't do what I need to do, but I'm still hopeful the plan will work. Well, if you do what you need to do, the plan will work for you. Um, but I hear what you're saying here. Let's talk about the water. So start early, spread it out. I want you to get sleep over water. So sleep trumps water. Okay. Sleep trumps water. So this is why you want to get on the water early, spread it out. If for whatever reason you can't get it in, don't stress about it. I want you to get your sleep. Um, a lot of you talking about how you're getting the best sleep of your life already. And some of you talking about your sleep is just crap. Um, chances are it's going to, you're going to have a mix of two. You're going to have times where your sleep is amazing and times where you feel like crap. That's usually because the body is working hard at night. I mean, it is putting you into detox that can interrupt your sleep. It can make you feel not so great. So you could also have not had a great sleep because you also are heading into detox. So, so don't, don't be too hard on yourself for what you did or didn't do because your weight being up could be, because if you've been following the plan all week and it's just a matter of you didn't get the water in, I would, I would guess more so that your weight is actually up. Chances are because you're heading into detox. So, so don't be too hard on yourself because you could find that your weight is up because your weight is about to drop tomorrow. So really focus on the water today, spread it out, get it in, and let's see what happens on the scale tomorrow. Uh, woke up feeling bloated and was happy to see the two pound loss. There we go, Michelle, right? <laughs> that's exactly it. Woke up feeling bloated, was happy to see the two pound loss. So that's the thing. Detox symptoms, um, they run the gamut. Um, they shouldn't be too extreme. And they should also be followed by the scale moving soon, right? Sooner rather than later. So, you know, you might have a couple days of detox, but then you should see that scale move, right? You might have a, a day of intense detox. You should see that scale move. So detox is always followed by the scale moving. So this is why, though, we don't want to blow off detox symptoms just in case you, you have a cold or an actual flu or a virus, right? But just in case. But yeah, scale should always move. Scale should always move. Um, um, this is round two for me. Hi, Lisa. First round lost 22 pounds mentally, physically, and emotionally felt fantastic. The best ever in my 60 years of life. Wow. I love that. This program and group is truly amazing. I came back to drop another 10 at least. Thank you for these lives and responses. Patience and pers and, and persistence is key for moi. Yeah, this is like this. To me, this is the gold in these lives is hearing from our returning members like Lisa sharing these good tidbits. Like honestly, if you're a new member, there's no shortage of inspiration around here and, you know, motivation for sure. I can't remember who wrote this morning. It was reported who it was. A, it was a guy who wrote it. I wish I would, who knew. But he, anyway, he's done three programs and he broke down 
down the first group and how it went for him, the second and tips and takeaways, the second group, how it worked for him and tips and takeaways and the third, how it worked for him and good tips and takeaways. And it was just brilliant. I mean, some of the things our members share are just like, ah, oh, it's magic. It's magic. It's magic. And I love this. I love this. I'm having a hard time with curbing after dinner snack cravings. Any suggestions besides popcorn? Yes. Make sure you're drinking enough water. That's really important. Make sure you're having breakfast. A lot of times when I ask people, you know, are you eating enough during the day? Yep. I'm following the food plan. I'll say, are you eating breakfast? They're like, no, I'm not hungry for it. Then get that extra meal in. So make sure you are starting your day with that higher protein breakfast, right? Add that extra meal in there. So make sure you're eating enough during the day. Make sure you're following the food plan, including adding breakfast. Make sure you're making meals nutrient rich, like meaning you're not just having a, um, you're not having salads every day when what you really want is like, a, you know, chili or something hearty. Um, if you do have a salad, make sure it's not just lettuce with, you know, a hunk of chicken. Make sure you load it up. Um, nuts, seeds, avocados, lots of veggies, good oils, like that kind of stuff. Um, make sure you're also not trying to eat less. That is really important. Don't try to eat less. And I know so many of you are so tempted to do that, right? I can make this go faster if I just eat less. Actually, it's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do. We're not trying to give the body less. We're actually trying to give it more of what it actually needs. And then the other is, is recognizing when you're eating four, five, five, six times a day, nutrient-rich foods, eating dissatisfaction, you may still have like residual cravings. If you're used to eating at night, then guess what? You're going to crave eating at night. Um, but the more you feed into it, the more you're going to perpetuate it. And the more you can kind of like just, you know, kind of just not and recognize, okay, like let's use some common sense here. Cause a lot of this program is common sense. And I, I don't mean like use your common sense. Even with hunger, we're going to have to cross reference where our body is at and what we've fed it with like with like how we're feeling and when we just ate. So for example, um, we're going to break down hunger, not to get too confused, but you can eat, you know how you can eat lunch, right? You can eat lunch and then a half hour later, you're hungry again. Now you're not actually hungry because the food that you ate still hasn't even hit your, like it's still working its way through your digestive system, but the food has to be processed, digested, broken down, allocated and stored as resources your body can use, right? So obviously if I ate lunch half hour ago and I'm hungry, I'm hungry now, I'm not actually hungry because the food I ate just ate hasn't through my digestive system yet. Like the food I ate hasn't hit my system yet. So how can I still be hungry? So this is common sense where I say, okay, thanks for letting me know body that it's time to eat. Um, but I just ate half hour ago. So if you kind of hold your horses and just like, you know, chill out for a second, all of a sudden I will feel satisfied because the food I ate will make its way through my digestive system. It's going to replenish my, my energy stores and I'm going to be good to go. So that's what I mean by using common sense. So at the end of the day, um, the body actually has this thing where it gets dark out. It pumps melatonin through your system. This, 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 this chemical to, to calm your body down, to prep it for sleep. It basically is a message that says it's time for sleep. Let's shut her down. Everybody let's get into repair and rebuild and regenerate and rejuvenate mode. And this is where your body, your circadian rhythm starts filtering through like your hormones around 1030 at night. And then around three or four o'clock at night is when your body cycles through your kidneys and your liver. And that's why you're waking up in the middle of the night um, to go pee. And then that's when usually you're seeing that scale drop the next day because your body's actually in detox. It's one of the signs. Extra also one of the signs of detox detox, your body's heading into detox or focusing on fat loss is to be extra hungry and extra thirsty at night, even though you've eaten a lot of food and you drank a lot of water. That can be a sign that you're actually heading into detox. So you don't want to feed into that. You kind of want to hold off on that because if your body's heading into detox, you don't want to eat. And then that messes with your body being able to focus on detox because now it has to process and digest food. So if you can, it really is best to even forego the popcorn and try to have some tea, go to bed early just for a couple of days. All it's going to take is a couple of days under your belt of not feeding into that need to or that habit of eating at night, you're going to wake up the next day feeling so much better rested. You're going to feel so much leaner, so, so much more energetic. And you're going to be like, wow, there is something to this, like not eating at night thing. I feel so much better. That foggy brain of yours will go away, right? A lot of that is because your body's already tired. It's exhausted. You know, you're, you know, you're not feeling so great. You're heading into detox. You, you know, you're waking up, your body has to work on, works on, on processing and digesting food every night. And that's why you're wake, waking up with a foggy brain some of you. So you're going to have, my point is you might be hungry, but you have to recognize that you're eating all this amazing food during the day. The body has no natural need to eat at night. There is something to be said for habits, habits though, you know, the habit of eating at night and what your body expects. Some of you are like, I need to eat before I, before I sleep because it helps me sleep. It does not. It helps you fall asleep. It does not help you get a good night's sleep. Uh, and it doesn't matter what you say about that. I know for sure you're not waking up well rested. You're just not. If you're going to bed and you're eating food or you may think that you are, but you just wait to how well rested you're going to be when you don't eat at night. And again, I eat 
eat all the time. I eat chips in bed. I eat, I eat dinner late. Like this is not forever. This is, this is a means to an end. Not eating at night is going to really help you maximize your efforts on the scale and then help you lose that weight in a healthy way. Not eating at night is going to help you work through those issues and associations. Not saying it's not going to be easy, um, that, you know, that it's going to be easy and it might, you might unnerve you a little bit, but within days of following the food plan the best you possibly can, your cravings should go away. You shouldn't feel a need to eat at night. You should start feeling better energetically. You start sleeping better. Like right away, if you do this, the body's going to respond like that. But if you are kind of hit and miss with the food plan, then you're still going to be a little hungry here and you're still going to be a little, you know what I mean? You're going to get hit and miss. You're going to be a little wishy-washy. Your foundation that you're trying to build is going to have some holes in it. So as soon as you start to be consistent on the food plan, the cravings will fall to the wayside. You, you won't have any desire to eat at night. Trust me, you'll be at the end of the day, you're going to barely want dinner. You're going to barely want dinner, let alone eating after, after, after dinner. But we're not worried about that right now. Like a lot of you are making that transition and your body is really just adjusting to the food plan. That's why if you need to have popcorn or something to eat, have something to eat. There isn't really, popcorn is great because it's low sugar. Um, you can add butter, you can add salt. Um, you know, it's good fiber. So there are benefits to it. Um, if you don't want to do the popcorn, then really just kind of maybe have some leftovers from dinner or, you know, choose something else sort of on program or plan that's going to, you know, somewhat healthy. I mean, obviously if you're, if you're hungry after dinner and you're going for chips, or you're going for that, like that's not, you're not really hungry. You're feeding into a need to like, you know, treat yourself, right? Cause like you got to know that chips or any kind of junk food like that, there's no nutritional value. So if you, if the issue of, and you needing to eat is cause you're actually hungry, then that garbage ain't going to do it, do it for you. Right. But we're, the whole point is for you to use your, is to lose your weight in a way that if you want to eat chips in bed at night, you can eat chips in bed at night and not have to worry about gaining weight because your body's not looking to store fat, you know, and sure your weight might be up the next day, but no big deal. You're going to drink your water, you know, make sure you kind of clean up your foods that day. And you know, honestly, no big deal. Um, so make sure you're doing those things. Make sure you don't, that's usually the answer to, to those things. Like for a lot of times, like people will be like, you know, I'll ask them, like, well, how's your foods? And they'll be like, well, what do you have for afternoon snack? And they're like, oh, I didn't have it or I skipped it because I wasn't hungry. Well, skipping your snacks is probably why you're hungry at night. You know what I mean? Follow the food plan and you won't be, right? So it's really as simple as that. I know some of you are not convinced and some of you think that you're straight up addicted to sugar and you're going to have these hard, hardcore, you know, carb cravings. You're not, you're not, you're not. Guarantee you're not. Uh, you may have them for a couple of days, but then they're going to go away, which is really exciting. Really exciting. This isn't about controlling. We don't we don't use the word control. We're not going to try to control our portions, control our appetite, control anything. This is really all about being in tune to our body and really recognizing that your body's on your side and it does not want this fat. It does not want the fat. It's just that you know in life, some of us are so stressed out, we don't have five seconds for our body. Our body's focused on so many other things, just trying to keep up with us because we're not helping to manage our stress. We're not you know we're not doing any, we're not trying to we're not helping it be hydrated and drink enough water we're not paying attention like we are the only species on the planet that ignores when we're when we're tired like every like we ignore when we're hungry you know and we ignore when we're tired we we do ourselves in and stay up well past our bed we're the only species on the planet that does that um you know where we 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 overeat we don't listen we don't we don't eat when we're hungry we overeat when we're not hungry we don't we don't go to bed when we're tired like we're the only species that does that right so we really need to help ourselves help ourselves with this situation. Um, ba, 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 ba. Can I have two cream and sugar coffees all day? Yesterday I had the second coffee late in the afternoon because I felt hungry and wanted sugar, so I felt that I was cheating. Okay, so first of all, first of all, if you're craving sugar, you want to bump up your water intake. And then we have a whole post on coffee. You probably missed it because there's been a lot of posts. Um, so what you want to do is go into the guides, check the post on coffee. Absolutely, you can have cream, you can have sugar. Um, you obviously, where the goal would be to minimize the amount of sugar that you are using. Um, but you know, for right now, if you have like coffee with two sugars you can continue that what's going to happen in the weeks to come is that you're going to notice your coffee is too sweet chances are you're going to drop your sugar down to one uh, or maybe no sugar at all so you have your, your coffee is not going to make or break your weight loss journey unless of course you're drinking coffees that are more like desserts some of those coffees from you know i hate talking calories but some of those coffees from starbucks are like they have the calorie content of a whole meal so they're not just coffee that, those are like desserts right so you have to be mindful of that um also this isn't about don't worry about cheating you <laughs> have that feeling that's some issues you got that's some issues you got about cheating um there's you know it's just about
about choices and maximizing your efforts. And listen, if you want a coffee with sugar and something sweet, then have your coffee with sugar and something sweet. But also make sure that you're trying to get a little extra water too. No big deal. 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 If you want sugar, you haven't had enough water. Yes, exactly. That's generally, we do have a post on cravings coming out. When is that coming out? I think uh, next week it's coming out. That's a general rule around here. Now, general rule is if you crave sugar, you need more water. If you crave salt, you need more fat, unless it's in the summertime. In the summertime, sometimes when you crave sugar, your body's looking for sugar, like a really quick pick-me-up because you're probably overheated and your energy is draining. And that's in rare circumstances that you actually need sugar. Like you need a juice, you need something to replenish real quick. Um, same thing goes with, with salt. There are times when you like low sodium, for example, and also in the summertime when your body's trying to retain water and you're drinking lots of water, you'll crave salt um, because your body's looking for salt, those electrolytes, right? That are help, gonna help your body retain water. So sometimes when you crave sugar, you do need sugar. Sometimes when you crave salt, you need salt, but that's usually in the summertime, extreme circumstances when it's really hot. Um, that's not just on a nice day. We're talking like extremely hot circumstances. Um, in the wintertime and this time of year, when you crave sugar, guaranteed it's water, guaranteed. Uh, and when you crave salt, guaranteed it's fat. Um, so you do wanna also though make sure you are getting salt in your diet because it's important for those electrolytes, but generally when it comes to cravings, your body has no natural need to crave sugar or natural need to crave salt. Um, so you really just have to use sort of like what circumstance are we dealing with? So um, so try bumping up, try bumping up the, and people will say that, right? Like, um, you know, try bumping up, bumping up your, I, I bumped up your, my water and my cravings went away. That's usually what happens. Gum is out, uh, out of my life. I haven't um, had it since round one. Yeah. So again, everything is a means to an end. What I am suggesting is not forever. This is why I don't have people, I don't have an issue with people calling this a diet. You can call it a diet. I have more issue with people calling it a lifestyle. What you are eating and when you are eating this week and the things that we are asking you to do while following the program and plan are the things that we ask you to do while following the program and plan to help you maximize your efforts in terms of losing as much weight as possible. But the whole end game is for you go to live a normal life. If you're not looking to, if you're not looking to lose weight, you can chew gum, you can have that chocolate, you can eat at night, you can do this, you can do that, right? So any one of these things, like if someone took any one of these things I suggest and did it as a one-off, it's probably not going to help them lose weight, but it's how it all really works together and all those little bits that you can do really add up right to make change so nothing is forever like drinking the amount of water you know although what we're asking isn't a big ask it's just asking you to be hydrated um you know you don't have to drink that amount of water forever if you're not looking to lose any more weight and help the support the body and detox you won't have to do that anymore um you won't have to worry about just going high protein for breakfast although you know that's great practice you know if you want to have a bagel for breakfast you'll be able to do that um so this is all about resetting resetting being in tune with your body's needs resetting the fact that your body for a really long time felt the need to store fat and hold on to fat and you've addressed that and once you've addressed that you kind of reset that and so it's really an opportunity to kind of you know live again with your body not feeling a need to store fat not feeling controlled by foods you know not feeling addicted to sugar and addicted to that just kind of resetting all of it and being really calm you know waking up look good feel good go about your day making choices if you choose to indulge then you know you know how to you know get back after and you know help the body recover from that that's the reality is is that just because we can eat something doesn't mean that our bodies are designed to process and digest it. And we choose to eat a lot of foods that cause inflammation and stress. I don't talk a lot about sugar and the detrimental effects, but the reality is it does do a number on our bodies and our brains. Um, that is real, that is real, the effect that it can have on us, but I'm not gonna harp on that because I'm about doing the things and focus on the things that you can do to help the body, not on the things that are kind of working against you. Because if you focus on those things, you know, you'll minimize the things working against you. Um, but you know, if all you ever did after you lost your weight was eat kind of you know, lean proteins, fruits, veggies, you know, some grains and some, you know, healthy carbs, you'd never have to worry about your weight. Um, but the reality is, is like our stress levels, we live a life that our stress levels are through the roof. We tend to be really sedentary and we eat foods that cause a lot of inflammation and stress in our body, like high sugars, ridiculous amounts of sugar. Like you study the history and the evolution of sugar and how we've gone from having very, very little sugar in our diet, other than naturally occurring sugars to all this added extra sugar. Um, it's really done a number on our bodies. And that, that's not, I'm not, I'm not into scare attack. I'm not, you know, and that's why I don't really talk a lot about a sugar. Um, but if all if you, if all you ever did was follow like this, you know, really streamlined kind of you know diet, you'd never have to worry about your weight or any of that. But if you're going to choose to eat foods, then we do have a method for helping you to kind of negate the foods that you are eating. And it's not like you eat something and you exercise it off. But that's not what I'm talking about. But when you eat something that's you know high sugar or whatever, um, it does affect your body. And then what happens is your weight will be up the next day. Maybe you're feeling a little dehydrated. You just drink a little extra water. Make sure you're giving your body what it needs. And usually when when your weight is up after indulging, you're just full of shit, a backlog that needs to come out. That's really all it is.
It's just your weight is up because you have a backlog of food that needs to come out. And as soon as that backlog of food comes out, then you're set. But a lot of people, they just keep, they keep building on it and building on it and building on it. And the body doesn't have time to kind of like, you know, process through that and then drop your weight back down. And that's sort of how your weight just goes up and up and up and up and up because you're not helping the body. You're not indulging and helping the body recover from that. Recover is not a really great word, but you know what I mean? Um, but that's the thing. If you, if you do a number on yourself this weekend and you get on the scale on Monday, you didn't gain any weight. You, it's, it's a lot harder than you think to gain weight. You didn't gain weight. Your weight is up for what, who knows why, maybe because you followed the program is about to drop. Maybe because you, you know, you partied all, all weekend, you drank a lot. Um, maybe because you're tired, maybe because you had steak and maybe you overindulged, maybe you had sugar, who knows? Um, but regardless, come Monday and if your weight is up, it's not real weight gain. And so what you're going to do is just get right back on plan. Remember the food plan is for a variety of reasons, stimulate your digestive system, all of that, adding in those leafy greens, that's good roughage, helps with food in and out. So if your weight is up on the, after the weekend on Monday, it's just because you're, you got a backlog of foods that need to process its way out. And after you help the body do that, your weight will drop right back down. And a lot of times that weight, your weight will drop right back down and it will keep dropping. Um, so never, ever, 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 ever stress about, you know, what happens on the weekend. Just get right back at it on Monday. And honestly, you, you will do just fine. You'll do just fine. Where am I? My time. Oh no, I gotta go. Oh no. Uh, hi, Allie. Good morning. I'm wondering about exercising in the morning before breakfast. Typically, typically I get up. I have my apple cider vinegar, water, and coffee, then work out for a half hour. Body weight and light weights. Awesome. Shower, then eat a, an hour later. I'm wondering if I should eat before working out, eat right after, worried about um, tapping into my fat reserves, which may reinforce the body's need to store fat. Okay. Love this question. So you have options. Um, in the morning, like unless you're eating a meal like two, like an hour and a half, two hours before you actually work out, like technically that food that you eat is not going to be of any use to you. And that's the thing. Like um, what you're doing is kind of replenishing. You're not eating to give yourself energy because when you eat something, it can take hours before you actually have access to that energy. You're, when you eat something, your food has to be broken down, processed, digested, and then it's stored as glycogen that you then use for for energy, right? So unless you're getting up really early and you're allowing, you're eating food and that food is then processing and digesting through your system you're not really that energy from that food is not really helping you so when you wake up you're already full of energy so you can either you know work you can work out which obviously is going to drain your energy reserves and that which of course you're going to want to eat after right um so you have options it's all about sort of your timing um ideally breakfast is within two and a half hours of waking but if you get up really early say at like you know six o'clock and then you exercise at seven o'clock and then you've done at eight you still have time where you could have breakfast this is where you could have some protein this is where I might also, in knowing that you had a workout, maybe add a little bit of fruit too. So make sure you do have some carbs in there to replenish those uh, carbohydrates. And then, you know, then get that fruit snack in and continue on with your diet. Um, or you can... Um or you can get up and then have breakfast and right and then work out but chances are like you won't need to eat a breakfast or anything afterwards you can have that fruit snack later in the afternoon but so if, if I eat breakfast like right now and then I go work out and I sweat and then you know afterwards I won't need to eat again because the food is still sitting in my guts <laughs> food is still in my belly processing and digesting and it, I ha it hasn't even broken down yet so technically I don't need to like replenish replenish what I got going on because I ate food before my workout that still hasn't replenished that See what I'm saying? This is where a lot of the common sense comes in, in terms of, but people don't think about how long it takes their body to break down and digest certain foods, you know, and that like fruit, for example, the reason why we have it in that morning fruit snack is regardless of what's happening, you go high protein, you did a workout, you eat breakfast, you don't eat breakfast, your energy reserves are starting to dip. So we want to make sure, and that's where we have that fruit in there. Fruit breaks down about 20 minutes to a half hour, watermelon, 20 minutes, the rest of them like a half hour. So that's pretty quick. That's pretty quick, right? Whereas um, your raw vegetable snack, for example, that takes about 90 minutes for your body to break down nuts and seeds about two hours for your body to break down so when you have those nuts and seeds for example at that three or four o'clock time they're only starting to break down you're only starting to feel satisfied from them the, the protein and fat is only starting to hit those satiety hormones right as you're about to have dinner and so having those uh, nuts and seed snack you know a couple hours earlier is going to what makes you feel more satisfied heading into dinner so a lot of the timeline of the food plan is based on how long those certain foods take to break down in your system so when it comes to working out um, either before breakfast or after breakfast honestly I would play around with it and see see what feels best for you you might feel better if you do a workout and you don't eat you know you might feel a little bit more energetic maybe you're not having as many cramps you know and then you're ready to have something to eat after in which you could go straight to fruit depending on what time you get up like if you get up at like seven you work out at eight and then you come home you shower and get ready and then you want to have a fruit snack at like nine nine thirty you could totally do that 
Um, we also have bonus snacks that are coming in as well next week that you're going to be introducing as well. So if you need extra snacks and because you, you are working out or that, um, though you really, the body, the human body is meant to move. So unless you're like, um, um, a, a, like a professional athlete working out for four hours a day kind of thing, you don't need to do anything specific or special with the foods that you're eating. So I would suggest play around with that. Try eating before, try eating after and see about, see how it works out for you. Have some fun, play around with it. And I suggest that to all of you, you know, just kind of play around with the timings of your foods, play around with the combinations of your foods um you know like really kind of be aware of what you're doing and try to have fun and aware of what you are doing and then really aware of how your body's responding so you're going to know when you have maybe better energy if you don't eat before your exercise or maybe you have better energy if you do eat before you exercise so it just all it all depends um hopefully that helps hopefully that helps uh, Metamucil is prescribed item for my husband. It does contain aspartame, citric acid. Um, we are doing great on this program together. Can he substitute this for the water and lemon? No, no, we cannot because um, it's not the same thing. It's not meant to do the same thing. Metamucil and lemon water are two totally different things. But what we do suggest, because we do talk a lot about bowel movements and some people when switching up their diet get constipated and because we are messing with your digestive system, you'll, you'll have bouts of constipation, bouts of, of loose bowel movements. We do talk a lot about and we have a protocol for it. Um, what's in Metamucil and makes Metamucil so great is psyllium fiber. That's really what's in there is psyllium husk. That is what makes Metamucil work. The uh, the orange is just a color and the sugar is and the sweetener is just a sweetener. So um, we do suggest psyllium fiber, which can be, you, you buy the psyllium powder without the added color, without the added sweeteners in it. You just mix it to water and you you choke that shit down because it's disgusting AF. Um, but that's an option. Listen, um, I'm not worried about your Metamucil right now. Keep taking it, but it is not, it's not interchangeable with your lemon water. The lemon water is um, more uh, enzyme-based from the real fresh lemons. Um, apple cider vinegar, bacteria-based from that mother that's in the apple cider vinegar. I'm not the same as Metamucil, which is fiber. Um, so you don't, you listen, if you don't want to do the lemon water, apple cider vinegar, it's not make or break. We're all about creating new habits. There are a rhyme and a reason to why I'm suggesting it, but you know, if you, if you hate it, I don't want you starting your day being miserable. Though something to be said about creating a routine of doing things that are good for you, kind of setting the tone for your day, and that's why it's suggested. So, so yes, no, what you can still keep taking the Metamucil, but you cannot switch it out for the lemon water, apple cider vinegar, not the same thing. Ah, uh, great question, you guys. Great questions, great questions. Um, I got a jet because I have a team meeting and I am done. I'm normally moving forward. I'm gonna keep these a little bit shorter for the sake of time, about 45 minutes. We're gonna get in, get out. I'm gonna get right to answering your questions. Um, I will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m on Saturday. Um, I will not be going live on Sunday and I'll be back of course on Monday. We keep all weekend super quiet around here. Um, so the information is light, really non-existent except for those guidelines on Sunday, but my team is working. So keep those questions coming. It's a great opportunity to get caught up on anything that you might've missed during the week. Um, I hope you've had an amazing week. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Um, and I'll check in later. Bye everyone. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com